0: Speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew. The Monday edition for Monday, March 20th, 2023. On today's episode, we got, uh I did some fucking uh, uh, beginner comedy sort of show and motherfucking shit. That's my intro. It's big Drew. You know, you know, he tried to freestyle. Oh, like last week, but oh, he's not that good. So I'm gonna stop. I will stop now. <laughs> Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week and Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, March 20th, 2023. You got your fucking pickle egg, you fucking come down here, and drink, you fuck you fucking get it. you fucking eyes. Oh yo, I got a fucking hilarious story for you, actually. Um, okay, so you may or may not know that my sister is the fucking marketing director of the River Creek Casino in Edmonton which is uh, the biggest casino in Western Canada. So she books all the fucking promotions and events and does, she's like on the board of directors. She's like third in charge at the fucking casino. So she had a boxing event on Friday night through this fucking one boxing company. And honestly, like Northern Alberta fight promoters are generally speaking, former uh, Coke dealers. (laughs) If you work in the fight promotion, either MMA or boxing uh, in northern Edmonton, chances are you or someone very close to you has spent a lot of time selling coke. (laughs) And uh, so fucking so Janie's having this fucking event. And sure enough, it's a boxing event. And who shows up but every fucking neck tattoo, fucking coke user, dealer, every fucking dummy um that it, that it, uh, you could imagine is there to either support their boy in the ring or just because it's a fucking boxing event and it's just something to be at and it represents something part of this culture of fucking tattooed white guys who pres- who think they're very violent and dangerous individuals <laughs> so uh sure enough obviously uh there was a massive fight that broke out after the fights uh, because, you know, these guys, they come there, they're watching the guys boxing and they're like, yo, fuck this. Like, I'm gonna fucking get in on, you know, it's kind of like similar to how people like dress up for movies. You know, you go to star Wars dressed up like fucking Darth Vader, uh, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> or if you go, go to the strippers and, and fucking buy a hooker afterwards, <laughs> these guys decided they were going to go to a, a boxing match and then all fucking fight each other afterwards. So Janie sends me a fucking screenshot, uh, from, from the fight afterwards. And like, before she even, like, I didn't even open the pit. Like I, I, I didn't open the picture. I could just see the small thumbnail of it. And instantly I knew I was like, I know exactly who the fuck is going to be in this. And, uh, sure enough, it was a fucking guy, uh, that I went to high school with who is friends, uh, who I'm friends with. Like, he's a good buddy of mine. We've known each other since like 2000. Uh, he was my bully in high school and uh <laughs> he was my bully in junior high. Uh but then we became friends later on. Uh Baba knows who the fuck I'm talking about. Um i I normally name and shame on this podcast, but just due to the fucking sensitive nature of uh, of what I was talking about earlier, uh, you can message me and I'll fucking tell you in a DM who it was. But I see my fucking buddy just clear as day, fucking on this video on this surveillance footage, squaring up with him and his fucking brother in law, squared up against like forty dudes, <laughs> and my one buddy who is a fucking bully. Uh, fucking he loves fighting like he fucking loves it he fucking trained like you know he spent time like in a fucking boxing gym you know fucking around or whatever the fuck so I'm sure that was part of the reasons that he wanted to go there that night too was to fucking get into it you know catch a nice fucking skin brawl uh, so JD sends me the screenshot and I'm like, Oh my fucking God. And then she sends me a screenshot of the fucking, you know, their internal emails that, cause anytime in like an incident like this happens, they have to have like a conversation about it, obviously with security and blah, 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 blah. So she sends me the fucking list from the RCMP of all the people involved. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> there's, oh, there's another guy. So it turns out that it was there's this old beef that has been going on in the hood since as far back as I can remember like grade fucking 10 uh from these dummies uh, as, as far as I could tell essentially because uh they're both stupid and violent and they need to prove to each other who is the most stupidest and violent out of them. Um <laughs> so they had agreed They had agreed that they were going to have a nice little fucking one-on-one skin brawl uh, to settle this beef that's been going on for 20 fucking years. And it's like, neither of you left fucking Edmonton. You're still rolling around with the same dumb fucks. You're still getting drunk and violent. Like, we're 33 now. Like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? And it's like you've been fighting each other for 20 fucking years. Like, who gives a fuck? This is about beef, about what? About something that somebody said when we were, like, 15? Like, who gives a fuck? That's so long ago. You're not even a real human when you're 15. Like, nothing that you say or do, you can't even get charged for it in a court. Like, you're like a kid. You're like, well, yeah, like, he's, like, 15. Like, you can't, we can't do anything. Like, you're stupid. So... (laughs) screenshot and my fucking buddy looks so fucking stupid like absolutely just fucking like a dumbass like honestly it's just like and it's like when does this end bro like when the fuck is this gonna end so anyways I brought it up uh just because it was like so fucking funny just to see that it's like I. This is why I left the fucking hood, bro. Is like I can't fuck around with you idiots anymore, man. You guys are so stupid, and you fucking are just violent. You know, like unpredictably violent for no reason, and like you know, you like you. had And they. It's so funny that they both agreed to some kind of terms. And then, they're, uh, and then their buddies are too, in, uh, like, unstable to let them fucking actually, like... And, like, so what? Are you going to have an honorable fucking... And then that's the end of the beef now, finally? You guys are going to have a little one-on-one fight, and then it's the fucking end of the beef? <laughs> so, I was just laughing at this fucking screenshot, and it's just like, what? Like, you guys are just, like, when the fuck does it end, man? So, I don't know. Anyways, that's what happened. Let's start off the show Oh, uh, with a little bit of a oh, that sounded weird. Did I have some kind of weird fucking delay on there or something? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, okay, so how was my motherfucking weekend? Uh, it was good. I uh, finally back doing standup comedy, headlining a fucking show. God damn, it felt good to get back in the fucking saddle. I realized I was like my mental health, like today, like it's I've like I, I I knew this to be true, but now I actually have to like do something proactively about it. Like if I don't do comedy for more than seven days, like i'm I start to get really fucked up. Like I start to feel really fucked up. and like just like you know, like I'm not fulfilling my life's purpose. Like I was like, I'm a little fucking. You know, I'm a little moth that needs to spin silk or whatever the fuck. Like I gotta do my thing. Like I'm an earthworm, then I gotta chug through the earthworm, bro. <laughs> so I was in uh, I was in Welland, Ontario, and it was really nice because it was a 4 30 in the afternoon on a Sunday gig. And I was saying to court when I got back, cause I got home at like 7 30. It's like, this is fucking perfect, yo. Like this is literally perfect. Like cause like you're it's in the afternoon, like you're still home for dinner shit is fucking awesome, um. so I drove down, really nice gig, well in Ontario, uh, my buddy Kelly Cry, who is like a comic that I met in Edmonton, he's now found himself like in Welland, it's funny, because he's like, a, he doesn't drive, so this guy's kind of like, like wherever the wind fucking takes him, and wherever the bus can take him is like where he ends up, so he ended up in Welland, and he's doing a really good job right now with this thing called Rose City Comedy Collective, uh, which I think is something about Windsor, Rose City, I don't fucking know. Um, maybe it started there or some shit, but, uh, anyways, they're doing, they had a, it was a comedy class graduation show, which if you're a comedian, you know, those are the best fucking shows to be on. Like whether it's like amateur bringer night, um, where you got to bring people or it's like, oh yeah, like I graduated my fucking eight week comedy program. Like come watch my graduation show. Everyone is there under the pretense of like, we're watching people do stand up comedy for the very first time. And we are here because we love them and we want to support them. So they have immediate suspended disbelief where people are getting laughs at punchlines that they're rattling off their fucking notebook that they're reading verbatim. But they're really good crowd because they genuinely want everyone to do very well. So when you juxtapose a professional comedian on top of people doing their first set, like, buddy... It's like, if you fucking fl- like landed on some planet of incels, like, you know what I mean? And then you're just a regular dude, like to all the women on the planet, you'd be like, this is Brad Pitt. <laughs> if you come from planet of the incels. So I went up and I was just like, I did my first joke and it was like, bang. And it like hit so hard. And I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, here we go. And, uh, and I just started riding it. Right. And I was like doing my shit. I was like starting into my new shit. I've been working on, and then I was like, okay, this is a good, this is a good test to see how good this new shit really, really is, um, you know, because it's a good crowd, and then if I get a lukewarm response, or, you know, or a medium response on this joke, you know. Uh, then it's a pretty good indicator that's actually not really a good joke because this is a really fucking good crowd right now. Like, obviously, I'm going to get applause breaks on jokes that don't deserve them. And you take that with a grain of salt. But when the audience is that good, it's a really good litmus test for fucking, you know, if for how shitty your material is, because you're like the good jokes will do way, way better than they should. And then the shit jo- like the shitty jokes Will get a, a just a decent response. You're like, oh, okay. So like, this doesn't necessarily have anything too inherently like set a punchline-y That is gonna that is gonna work for me. Um, and it was good. So I because I got some. I've been doing kind of this new stuff, and I'm like, ah, it's good enough or whatever. But then I'm like, no, man. Like, let's you know, let's really fucking push it. So it's getting me to kind of kill. It's called kill your puppies. Um, in like the poetry community. And by that, it's like, yeah, you like your little joke and it's a good little joke and it gets its little thing. But it's like, man, you got to fucking if you want to be a dog, you got to kill your puppies, bro. So, yeah, it's good enough and whatever. But like, you know, what are we really doing here? Like, let's push it to the fucking next level. So anyways, I had a really good set. Um, just fucking nice just to be back in the saddle. I did a half an hour, just kind of, you know, fucking, fucking around, freestyling. And then it's like, it's, you become like an energy conductor, which is like my natural state of being as an improviser. Like you just kind of work with like whatever the energy of the room is giving you. So I was like, I'll sit down, fucking take a load off, just like doing all these like jokes and just whatever. And it was just, I don't know, it was really fucking good. So shout out anybody in Wellington, Welland, Wellington, Welland, Welland, Ontario. Just a fucking shithole garbage of a town. But that coffee place was nice. <laughs> it looked like a real fucking crack community. Like meth just fucking rocked that place like 15 years ago. And they haven't been able to to recover since. Um, <laughs> so anyways. Uh, what the fuck else is going on? Uh, so... I had an ad a advertisement agency reach out to me through a con- my contact submission form on my website. So I was like, anytime I get these, like, uh, you know, in my DMs, like, oh, like, we'd love to collaborate with you, like, you, as an influencer. And I'm like, first of all, I have fucking 2000, like, followers. Like, there's no, that's not, you need to be at least in, the like, the 40 to 50 range to be talking about influencer shit. So I just block and delete anybody who sends me that shit. But this was a contact form, a submission form. So I'm like, hey, this is a real person who had to fill out like five boxes on my website and send me an email. So I'm like, I think this is real. So I did some cross-referencing and it was for this, for Lose P-Meal Bacon. And they're looking for a content creator to create fucking content uh, about comedic content for Lose fucking p meal bacon on tiktok and i was like okay like whatever like i was like send her an email i was like thanks so much like can you call me so we i can like talk to you i wanted to just just to make sure i wanted to make sure it was real so i got her on the line and it's a real it's a real advertising agency they've done a campaign for lose p meal before they're trying to break uh, out into this content creation world and do some more easy shit uh like you know less like formal like kind of rough gritty just like phone fly by night fucking content shit right and also, I think they reached out to, uh, because they were, like, they were having trouble finding something funny about P-Meal Bacon. <laughs> They're like, I don't know, like, what the fuck is, like, is funny about P-Meal Bacon? Like, I don't really know. Like, we're going to have to get someone else to do this. So I asked her, I was like, have you reached out to any other content creators? Where the fuck did you find me? And I guess they have some, like, aggregate system of, like... Whatever, and they saw my Just for Laughs, and that that I was a radio host. So they saw me on Just for Laughs, which gave me legitimacy as a fucking comedian. And then they saw me as a radio host, which gave me legitimacy as like a fucking content guy. So they're like, yeah, they're like, we actually like your stuff. Like we thought you have the energy. We're looking for like number one, how much is this gonna cost us? And number two, who do you like? Do you know anyone else? So my first thought was like, yo, Mark Anthony Sinagoga. My buddy, uh, he's shifted to the content game. Like, we had a company, or it was his company, but I was working with him, like, when we were, like, you know. We spent all of 2019 phoning every single fucking Legion. Like, it's so dumb. I look back on it now. It's like, why did I think that calling every Legion in Canada was going to help me get fans for my comedy career? Like, it would help me get work as a comedian, but there's no way that calling every Legion and trying to book a fucking coast-to-coast Legion tour is going to gain me any sort of, like, fan base. (laughs) (laughs) You're just dealing with fucking Elaine, like at the fucking Legion. You know what I mean? Like, so anyways, he shifted to content and like he's Italian. So he kind of got that. There's a lot of like, you know, when you're part of a culture, there's like culture based, like uh, Instagram accounts, like funny Italians or like, you know, like the fucking Filipino humor or like, you know, whatever the fuck. So anytime you post something that's like of a culture, then that gets reposted to the whole culture aggregate. So he, anyways, he was able to garner a bit of a following and he's been doing the content game for longer than I have. And he was the one, he listened when I was like, yo, I think we're going to have to switch the content creation here is like when the pandemic started and you heard me talk about this. Like I, and he was like, yeah, I'm on it. Don't worry. So anyways, I I hit a mark and I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, how much do we charge for this? Like, let's do this together. And he's like, buddy, like, you know, we got to talk to them, figure out what, What's going on in with like what they need all this other shit or whatever. So we have a zoom call with them with the creative team of the advertising agency on Wednesday. And I was like, this is great. Like I went to school for this shit, like at commercial writing. Like I, ha- I got a hundred percent in my commercial writing class, 100% in my commercial writing class. So I feel super confident and the experience of going to Humber and like working in advertising and as a copywriter and stuff and all this shit is like, I feel confident. And it's like, man, I look back on it. Now it's like, You know, all this stuff that I'm doing now and that I set myself up for, like, when I'm in, like, 10 years, I'm going to be like, yeah, bro, like, you fucking, you're fine. (laughs) You did all, you're making all the right moves. You didn't really have a clear goal or directive, but, you know, you're kind of chipping away, moving forward every fucking day and, and you know, keeping your shit, you know, educated and whatever the fuck and and, you know, keeping my head above water. So, anyways... I got a meeting on Wednesday with the advertising agency who's working with Lose P. Meal Bacon. So who knows? You may see me and Mark Anthony as the face of Lose P. Meal Bacon on your TikTok soon. Promotional consideration for this week of Drew is provided by our Patreons. Would you like access to bonus content like every comedy set I've ever done starting from the year 2011? Uh, interviews with famous Juno-winning comedians and other shit whenever I feel like it. Uh, <laughs> you, I, oh, you also get a personalized shout-out on every single podcast. Uh, go to patreon.com slash Bame. Sign up just like these people did. Kevin and Joyce. Uh, James. New guy Mark. Uh, Tony Smog. Nick and Mac. Baba Marnus, motherfucking street demon, Baba. You know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Baba and Marnus both know exactly who the fuck that first story was about. Uh, our number one fan, Joel, and in the motherfucking Hall of Fame. Call it Andre Blair, Taryn, Alicia. Say they name. What up? one? am Hi, Mink. Go to Patreon.com/slashDrewBames. Sign up for as little as five bucks if you're dumb, or seven bucks if you play guitar and you're dumb. Also, promotional consideration for TWWD is provided by our sponsor, KingTutsCannabis.com. Yes, weed. Yes, fuck yeah, weed. Oh, uh-huh. go to KingTutsCannabis.com. Yo, let's take a break. 30% off store-wide sale. Use the code SMOKEBREAK for 30% off. Ends Tuesday, March 21st at 9 p.m. Pacific time. So if you missed that sale, well, then you can... Good news. You can still use my promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, for 10% off your order at checkout. Uh, but it looks like there's, their home sale is like pretty gangster right now. Uh, Andre, shout out. Shout out, Andre. Send me a message. Send me a nice message. Good to hear from you, brother. Good to fucking hear from you, brother. I love that. Um, go to kingtutscannabis.com use the promo code drew for 10% off your order okay uh, other than that I'm gonna be at the corner comedy club on Thursday uh, and then I'm gonna be in Niagara on the lake on Saturday so if you're in Toronto you wanna uh, see me do some new shit I'm working out I'm, I'm working out some new material on Thursday and then on Saturday I'll be in Niagara on the lake doing some, doing the old shit <laughs> But I don't give a fuck Uh, Okay, let's uh, hang around for a little Stick around Hey, fucking Hey Stick around for a minute, hey? I gotta play a little guitar Okay, I also got band practice tonight We're chipping away at the tunes So let's do a little uh, Led Zeppelin, Jimmy Page style backing track in E (laughs) the fuck you waited around thank you for waiting around so guess what guess what happens when you wait around you fucking get a bonus nice